0: Start to actually, truly and intuitively look at what success means to you. I want to go to the gym at 9.15 in the morning. I want to be there to pick my kids up from school. And then we're starting to do those micro success things that build up to a joyous, aligned, happy life.
1: Welcome to Six Impossible Things, podcast that will expand your perception of what's possible for your life. I'm Marissa Fontana, your host and founder of 10th House Astrology, and I'd like to invite you to join the adventure. It all starts with a single step. When you first listen to this interview, you are maybe going to think, Marissa, you used the wrong audio file. This is just a Zoom call that you had with a friend. Um, Tamika and I, this is also the second time we've ever met. And I connected with her because I heard her on um, someone else's podcast and learned that we had very similar astrology. We both have a son in Cancer. And it really inspired me because I, and I've talked about this a little bit, I used to think that my watery, intuitive, soft feeling, nurturing persona was not fit for being an entrepreneur. And it wasn't until I found expanders who were incredibly successful entrepreneurs who also had a son in cancer that I really started to believe in my ability to create What I wanted to bring into the world. So Tamika and I catch up on a couple of things like what's going on in our businesses, but we really get into what success looks like and the definition of success and how that's changing. And then also how the approach to business is changing, how we're shifting from this really hard, masculine, forceful approach to more feminine and intuitive and allowing and flowing and emotional so if you are like us and I'm I have a feeling a lot of my listeners are the healers the coaches the people who hold space for people I hope that you're inspired by this conversation and it really expands your perception of what you're capable of in business the world is changing and the really hard selling bro marketing strategies are not going to be effective anymore. And so this will give you a little bit of a peek on into some of the things that Tamika and I are doing in our businesses in hopes that it gives you permission to experiment with being a little softer and allowing yourself to flow and really, really tapping into your intuition when it comes to business instead of just blindly following the strategies that everyone else is using. And since we really do jump right into the conversation, (laughs) I don't invite Tamika to introduce herself until the very end of the interview, so I'll do that up front. Tamika Ristics is a social media manager and also now a, I'm going to call her a holistic business coach and a wellness coach. At the time of this interview, she was really just getting started in the wellness space. And it's been a few months now, and that is really booming for her. So right now, she is balancing both businesses really beautifully. And so if you are someone who is interested in a more holistic, intuitive approach to life (laughs) that includes your health as well as your business – Tamika is going to be someone you want to bring into your circle. So here's the conversation. We hope you enjoy.
0: Hello, my friend.
1: Finally, we're doing this. Stuff.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so excited. I must say, this morning when I woke up and all the notifications of what's on your to-do list today, and yeah. I was like, I am so excited for this morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Me too. i
0: time lucky. Have you heard of that yeah. thing? <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, third, third time is a charm.
0: Yeah. How are you? Tell me what's to, what I am,
1: to First of all, I am getting over COVID. So my voice is a little <laughs> bit funny, but I was like, I cannot cancel this for the third time. <laughs> I want to talk to you so badly. So today my voice is it's back. It's not a hundred percent, but it's enough that I can hold a conversation, which thank goodness, because had this been last week and when I rescheduled it, I was like, I don't know why I rescheduled it out for two weeks, but last week just felt not right. And I guess that's part of trusting your intuition, not needing to understand the why or the how and just being like, eh, doesn't feel right next week, the following week it is. But how are you? Last time we talked, you were launching some business
0: coaching stuff and yeah. Yeah, I've had a massive pivot, like just (laughs) in true a style. They have joined the community. I think I told you that with the, it really is a network marketing and I've always been like, no way, that's not for me. I am not about that. I build my businesses from the ground up. And earlier this year when I was really starting to feel burnt out and I was having dermatitis and my tummy was upset and I wasn't nourishing my body and all this stuff, that was really only a few short months ago when I look at how I feel now and I just feel this spark and light and super nourishing vibes. I'm 36. I feel like I've never loved on my body the way I am at the moment. It's always been a deprivation. It's always been a call to expect so much from it and give it very little, as you know, cancerian way of everything else. Mm -hmm. And when I joined, I, I know the products are magnificent and the people that I'm working with the programs that they have put together are very flexible, great for mums, all that. So I'm like, yep, tick, tick, tick. And then to just have it as a business, it's a $55 annual fee, which like blows my mind how fucking cheap it is. And the coaching that is inside that container. So lots of people just join even for the coaching. And I've brought a few team in, like a few women have been like, hey, what are you doing? You look really good. What's this? Their ears are pricked up. And the impact I'm feeling and also sharing and, and putting the light on for people that maybe, like, we have these skills, right? And we created these businesses because of our experience and because of our skills. And we know we want to work for ourselves. And I've always played in that domain of women who already have a business. They already have a mission. They already have a, a skill set. Mm-hmm. What about the women that are don't want to go back from maternity leave? You know, and all this stuff who maybe have a desire, but that I'm not good enough I don't have the talent, I don't have the skill set, I don't have the money behind me to start a business. This is almost like a business in a box. Yeah. So I'm able to use my experience and my mentorship without charging them for a coaching container, really. Yeah. They yeah. pay the $55 and they're as part of my team. And together we we make an impact. And yeah. um, we had a, a local event just the other week. Um, a few women that are in Melbourne where we are came and um one of the organizers in our in our community said would you talk about the new moon because it's you know that's the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I was up there talking about the new moon talking to women who would love some financial independence but have no idea how yeah that's
1: really incredible yeah is that
0: not amazing like I'm like this community was made for me for my little (laughs) nurturing soul yeah you say come in and I'll help you yeah, let's go and impact together.
1: Yeah, and I I just think it's so beautiful. Like first of all, you look radiant. I know that we oh, met each you. other only when you already had started this this journey, it but very early here, on, yeah, yeah. Like here you are, first thing in the morning, no makeup, you're just glowing, and mm-hmm. you have a radiance about you, and I just love your story, because here you were doing something for yourself to take care of yourself and nurture yourself. And like you said before, Cancerians, we're really fucking good at taking care of other people. And we always put ourselves last, but here you are doing something for yourself. And it actually transformed into this opportunity to help other people in such an aligned Mm way. It's magic. When you follow those little nudges Mm -hmm. and those little ideas or inspirations or passions, like It's just so exciting to witness other people experience the magic of following (laughs) intuitive guidance and not knowing where it's going to go and releasing attachment to outcomes and just going and figuring it out.
0: Um, Yes. Thank you so much for saying that. I really want to bring this up over the next two years. I definitely feel like the energy that I am soaking up is when I am always talking about astrology, when I'm always helping women that is what really lights me up. Right, right. And I think
1: the timing couldn't be more aligned. The divine feminine awakening is happening. And and I think it's more than just women waking up to their own power. I think it's an energetic shift in recognizing how masculine we've been in approaching business and success and abundance. And now we're learning that skills like intuition and empathy and being able to exist in a state of receivership and true Mm. creation. All of those traditionally feminine qualities are coming into the light more now when it comes to business. And I'm noticing the shift even in, in businesses where they're not, it's not, you know, inherently spiritual, but it's, People that are taking a more intuitive, more feminine approach mm-hmm. to how they're working and how they're flowing with their work week. And it's not the grind, hustle 60 hours a week and build the business and do the thing and make the money. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, what feels good? <laughs> what feels good and allows me to do the thing that I want to do and also do things outside of work, like be with my family or go for a walk okay. and rest and reflect and take a nap during the day. On and- a
0: holiday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and we're measuring success differently. Mm-hmm. I think that y- you claiming out loud that I want to help women do this is so aligned from a timing perspective. And of course it is, right? That's how the, mm-hmm. the universe works is it drops in these little nuggets that nuggets, in like yes. perfect timing. We don't have to worry about the timing. We just have to listen. So it's really been fun for me to witness you in that transformation
0: on socials
1: especially since I caught you like really early in it
0: (laughs) I know, and I was like and and, you know that is such a masculine thing right of I need to get this coaching container out I need to charge $1,500 for someone to work with me so it's a vibe yeah and I'm just like let that go I'm like they pay them $55 and I get to impact yeah that's it yeah and it feels really good It feels really good. And I actually, this came intuitively out of my mouth yesterday. I didn't mean to say it. I was on a call with this lady who wants to join the community and I was telling her she joined up. And afterwards, I thought about it in the afternoon. And we're talking about at the moment, she was on a retreat with a coach that I know and is a great coach and and a wonderful human. And I'm actually in a subscription still paying stuff off with her. And I actually messaged her and I said, you know, like, when, when is this going to finish? I've never been in a container where I've not done everything in there or I wanted to tap out. And I feel that, and this is probably what you're maybe talking about as well, is that 2024 is the, it's the self-led. It's the not engaging the the coaches. I mean, here I am on happy little social selling a coaching container, but yeah. I know no one's taken me up on that. And I know that my energy behind it is uh, shaky. Yeah. And so it's a self-led, whether you're in business or just in your life, I believe it's a self-led. I believe that like the coaching transition is going to look a lot different. Mm-hmm. I am <laughs> very much about investing in people and things that I think will help my level of skill, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And when I've made good moves, it's been because I've been like, okay, I see this gap in my knowledge and I really want to work it out. So I'll find someone and I'm like, can I work with you to teach me this? so that I can go away and work on it myself. Yeah. Like, cause you're doing your coaching. Do you do astrology like readings and, and one-on-ones just for astrology or you, you just incorporate it holistically into everything you do?
1: That's a great question. I used to do readings and then I then I switched to only doing readings for clients that are in containers with me. And now I've really switched to just incorporating it because what I've found happens is A lot of people get so hung up on the astrology and take it as law and take it as, oh, well, I had this dream to do one thing, but my astrology says this, so I have to follow the astrology. And actually someone brought up a really good question talking about how to use astrology in business. And she said, well, if someone comes to you with a business idea and it's not aligned with your astrology, will you tell them no? And I was like, that's not, that doesn't even compute in my brain. I think- inspired ideas are divine instruction we receive inspiration because there is something in our soul that is calling us to do the thing right Mm -hmm. and so my job with the astrology is to help you figure out the how share your dream with me and then i will help you figure out the most aligned way to talk about the dream, to position your purpose, to magnetize clients, to expand, to grow. I'll help you figure out the how, but in no way will I tell you what is or isn't right for you if you come to me with a dream, right? And mm-hmm. I just got off on a tangent there, but that's no, like that. that describes pretty much how I use the astrology and why I'm steering away from direct readings because mm-hmm. I think it holds people back a little bit. I know it did for me. And I'm speaking from experience. I used to be so obsessed with the astrology and so obsessed with, (laughs) am I in alignment? Am I doing the right thing? Does this dream that I have match the purpose that I'm reading in my chart? And I spun and spun and spun and spun for years until I realized like, actually I can do whatever the fuck I want. Whatever I feel inspired to do is what I'm here to do. And then if I need help figuring out the details, that's when I'll go check in my chart.
0: Yes. And I feel like even if someone came with a business idea and I know it's not in your integrity to say, no, 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 that's not right. Or, you know, whether you're a chart and I would really not do that either. But even it's that if they're coming with you, then it's the right thing. Like whether they're going to actually action it, but it's the right idea for the moment then. So I guess it'd be like looking and going, okay, well, you want to, you know, stand up on stage and speak about X, Y, and Z. We can see you're a Leo Midheaven but yeah. maybe, you know, you don't have the skill in it, right. You know, like it's, it's yeah. still on whatever that idea is and just understanding. Yeah. I actually just had an, an amazing idea. Just drop in. My only service on the Tamika Rizdick page is really a $55 astrology reading, you know, mm-hmm. like I am talking about all this health and wellness and obviously want people to join the network marketing and start their own business under that banner but for me personally like direct income and a direct service I just have my moon reading and my $55 astrology reading you know and they come in peaks and troughs I had heaps of moon readings and I've got none at the moment I've got one astrology reading it would be great to do some marketing around what are your inner dreams What is that inner desire? Let's map it out through your chart. You know, that could Mm -hmm. be a way because I do think a lot of my audience at the moment is kind of like astrology. I don't know. Yeah. How does it?
1: Yeah. Have Mm -hmm. you ever looked into a branch of astrology that's very connected with health and well being? And I know that there's a technical term for it. And for the life of me, I can't think of it. But I've met a couple astrologers who, focus on the health and wellness piece. Oh, that
0: would be so nice for me. Eternals lit up.
1: Yeah, I think astrology is also shifting and things like human design, any kind of self-awareness system is shifting. It used to be, and astrologers did astrology readings and they looked at the whole chart and the whole shebang. And that was the experiences you got to learn about your astrology. I think we're shifting into this okay so what right like so my moon is in pisces what does that mean as far as how I navigate life how I take care of my body what I do for work
0: and mm-hmm. and so
1: I think even as astrologers and human design readers and stuff the really successful ones are niching down into using astrology to find the right career or using your human design to find your wealth signature. I call it applied metaphysics, the practical Mm -hmm. application of some of these spiritual tools so that we can use that wisdom to actually make our daily human physical life better instead of just the entertainment of having your chart read,
0: you know? Yeah, I love that. And I think especially all the evolutionary astro- astrology, it is always comes back to the practical. Yeah. yeah. What can you go away with today, you know, that can help you live in joy and alignment? So yeah, yeah it's so interesting.
1: Yeah. It's really fun. And this is the fun so part fun. of entrepreneurship is we can build whatever we feel inspired to build and test and learn. And I know for me, so I'm also a cancer rising which I like oh, resented for awesome. a long time. Yeah. I was always like, no, I think my birth time's wrong. I must be a Gemini. <laughs> like I really rejected it for a long time, but that means my chart is ruled by the moon. And so everything ebbs and flows and everything is a cycle and everything is an evolution. And I used to really be hard on myself for not knowing the perfect thing. I thought that the perfect business was going to come down in neon lights. And that's the thing I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I only am just now accepting that that's not my path. I also would be incredibly bored if that were my path. Even when I was in corporate, I had a new position at least every year, year and a half. And just by like, Oh, opportunity? Yeah, I'll go try this new thing or yeah, I'll build this new team. And and so here I am trying to build a business that is going to withstand the test of time and be constant. And I'm like, actually, I just need I I want to figure out okay, does feels good to do right now? And if it starts to not feel good anymore, what is going to take its place? And ever since I allowed myself to flow that way, everything is now clicking in so much easier than it used to.
0: I love that. Yeah. Just even learning to just chill, chill on a few things. And, and yeah. I know you're like every passion project, every light bulb moment, it has to become a business. Yeah. And it has to generate revenue in my land. And I'm yeah. like, no, I've got two businesses. Most people don't even have one. Yeah. Got two, One's going along nicely. The other one is in building stage. And then the idea is that I am able to not, you know, time for, not sacrifice time for money all the time yeah. and energy even for money and associate myself with people that will light me up on a daily basis and impact the world, helping women find their voice, helping them find their financial freedom, helping them find their, or remember their, I can achieve things yeah. after motherhood, after birthing a child, I am more than a mother and that is totally okay. And yeah. that is that feminine part, right?
1: Yeah what i'm hearing you say is yeah the financial freedom is cool right that's a lot of the reason why people want to start a business and pursue entrepreneurship but it's it's we're, we're shifting into financial freedom the financial piece is just one piece it's not even at the top of the list of the it's even with feeling good with having balance with being able to do other things flexibility yeah working like autonomy working with who you want to work with all of those things are now it's like balancing out that they're all equally valuable like yes you need to make money to sustain yourself financially but now it's equally as important to feel good as you're making that money and people don't want one without the other anymore which is really
0: beautiful and I it's so beautiful. And I think this really brings it back to that intuition and being able to tap into intuition ages ago, I did a a podcast and I would even have more thoughts on it now, but I did an episode about what does success actually look like for you? Because when you hit those, whatever your goal is, those 1k months, those 5k months, those 10k months, you hustle, hustle, hustle to get there. Cause in your mind, you think that quote unquote success is when I get this amount or that amount, or have X, Y, Z clients. And then you get there and you're like, okay, cool. Now what? Because the self-work isn't there. The foundations aren't amazing. As I said, burnout, resentment, all starts to peter in. So if you can start to actually truly and intuitively look at what success means to you. I want to go to the gym at 9.15 in the morning. I want to be there to pick my kids up from school. And then we're starting to do those micro success things that build up to a joyous, aligned, happy life. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I'm feeling that there is more power in that and more people are going, okay, I kind of get this success thing now. I I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So can we tap into our own selves? Okay, cool. What does success really mean to me? I love going on holiday. Yeah, for sure. But I'm actually, and you know, you're know, you probably like a homebody, right? Yeah. We love to be at home. We yeah. love to be around the people that make us feel good. That brings me joy. Yeah. So I want to go on a holiday. But if I could have people over that I love and care about, and could provide them a beautiful meal or a beautiful experience, or go on holiday, mm-hmm. but take the time to see my whole family while, while I'm there, or bring them with me, yeah. right? And yeah. that is success for me personally. But for others, they might be like, I don't want to even see my family. I want to buy myself. I want to travel (laughs) for 10 months of the year. And like, that's cool. Yeah. it's like checking in. What does that mean? You know?
1: Yeah. Because it's so, it's so different for everybody. And I I think for me, I still consider myself a new entrepreneur. And I remember the moment that I realized, holy shit, this isn't just about the money. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing this for the money. If I was doing it for the money, I would have stayed because I had a pretty cushy life and it was yes, easy. <laughs> and like it was paycheck. Cash. It was it was easy. <laughs> and I was just walking my dog in the middle of the day. And yes. I was like, this is the dream. I'm in it. I'm in the dream. I'm in the dream. And then <laughs> and then when I got too <laughs> caught up in the money, I I I was doing my finances, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And I missed the fact that I hit my first 10K month, right? <laughs> that's the dream that we we're all like, oh 10K month, then we'll know we've made it. But I was. So busy hustling and like you said before, trading time for money and doing the work. I can't
0: clap back. (laughs) Yeah, like being a generator.
1: That I was so burnt out that I didn't even stop to recognize and celebrate that holy shit! I hit this massive goal in a very short amount of time because I was so worried about well, what's next? What's going to happen? What am I going to do? I'm not Mm -hmm. happy. I'm so burnt out. And yeah, it was a moment of pause and it really is about so much more than the money. Mm. And I think it's just one of those rites of passage that you have to go through when you step into entrepreneurship, because people can say it to you all the time and it's, it's not until you're in it and you have one of those moments that you realize, wait, a second, like the, okay, I get it now. I understand what it means to have success defined outside of the financial return.
0: Yes, absolutely. And even coming out of Scorpio season, I was on a website to find jobs and I was like, maybe I need to get a, a part-time job. Maybe I am going to burn this to the ground. Maybe I'm going to go work for someone. And I was looking and like you said, yeah, the, the money probably would be good. But then I was like, hang on, how am I going to get my kids to school? Yeah. What about my 9.30 gym class? What about when I want to do one-on-one astrology? So I can only really work four hours a day, a couple of days a week. And they want me there from what? Nine to five (laughs) me? That's not worth that money. Right. (laughs)
1: Oh
0: my God. I don't think that's going to work for you to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least for me, I wonder if you're the same way. I it's really easy for me to make decisions based on what i don't want sometimes figuring out what i actually want i take the long route to get there but i can decide really quickly nah, that's not it. that's not it that's not it that's not it and after enough nos i eventually get to the, <laughs> the thing that's a yes and i've done the same thing like oh well maybe i'll i'll go back somewhere part time or i'll get a retail gig or da 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 and then to your point, you realize how much you'd have to sacrifice that you actually find incredibly valuable, like more than $20 an hour or whatever they would pay you yes, to have yes. that freedom mm-hmm. and you snap back out of it.
0: Yeah. Yes, And I know we're going to talk a little bit about the initiator. I've got my book open here because I wanted to like quickly say, but like that cancer initi- initiator is, yeah, not to be at like the desk or the retail gig from the nine to five 30, right? it's just no wonder it feels so unsettling. Mm-hmm. And I remember even, you know, being in those positions and, and just always feeling like, ah, I feel like I'm meant for more or I feel like I should be doing something else. And same as you, not even switching roles, but switching jobs and companies like every year or two years because it's not exciting again, you know. It's mm-hmm. not mundane and, yeah, I can do the work, but it's just not lighting me up. <laughs> I really think it's so cool that us as Cancerians leading the way of owning a business in a different way with that initiator energy. And I'm married to a Capricorn and and he has his own business as well. And while there's similar similarities of, yeah, the ideas, you can see the ideas and the wanting to do it our own ways and things like that, as you know, Cancer and Capricorn and how the posing is and yeah, it's a yeah. constant seesaw balance, you know, yeah. as we kind of navigate. And he'll look at how I'm doing accounting or numbers and he'll just want to have a heart attack because yeah. he just cope with how yeah. I function. I'm yeah. like, but it feels good for me to do it this way. And he's having an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. And then I look at him and I'm like, why can't you just write what you feel? Just write back or email quickly where, you know, and he's black and white spreadsheet yeah. I've got to sit down and do my emails now yeah. and it's infuriating to me because yeah. I might do an email then I might go do a dance class and then I'll come back yeah. and I'll yeah you know we like to
1: flow and move like and, flow. Yeah. and what
0: yeah. feels good for me on the day I'm gonna do right mm-hmm. and so we can see maybe traditionally that Capricorn is supposed to be the entrepreneur in yeah. society like that Capricorn way and I'm not saying that they can't be great entrepreneurs. I don't mean that at all. But I just mean that there's a new lane that is opened. The Aries are the go, go, go. And I'm going to speak out loud. And we're going to they're the initiators that are in the boardroom that are putting their hands up, that are pushing through to get it done. Mm-hmm. The Capricorn initiators have it all sorted out. And it's so logical and it's system. So society loves that. And they flow in entrepreneurship so well, right? And then Libra, balancing. I feel like the Cancerian entrepreneurs have had it tough. Yeah. Right? Because society hasn't let them be acknowledged. It's too woo-woo. You can't feel like that and be successful. Mm -hmm. You can't want like that. You can't operate like that. Mm -hmm. And this kind of lane has opened. And like we said, this I really believe 2024 will be for the self-led woman and they will rise. So this entrepreneurship, that uh, feeling good, doing it based on intuition, doing it just because we care and to make an impact, there's like a light bulb that has gone on across the community, the wider community, the in the sky, the whatever you want to believe in, that's like, fuck, we need them. We need them heading businesses. We need them employing people because they want to know how their employees' families are. They want to know how's your mental health? Is this work lighting you up? And the Aries and the Capricorn and all that—they might not have nailed that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: My boyfriend's in Aries, say- so I understand the uh, the compatibility, and yet the the—I don't even want to call it tension, but there's definitely right, conscious right? effort in in balancing mm. the energy of two cardinal personalities. <laughs> <laughs> who want to initiate in totally different directions but have to like learn the, to respect you know the other's energy. Yeah. So Timika, I'd love to, to hear because we talked about practical mysticism a little bit and you we're talking a lot about intuition. what are some some habits or some, what are some things that you do in your business that really allows you to harness your intuition and helping you navigate forward?
0: Yeah, I think, um, and it sounds kind of basic, but working with people that actually feel good for me. So, and and we talked about it a bit, but putting aside that they can generate this for me or they can open X, Y, Z doors, or it should be an honour to work with this brand, this business, this person. Yeah, that might be completely fine, but I'm so in tune with my body and my energy that if something drops into my gut and I'm like, holy mackerel, this doesn't yeah. feel good for me right now, I think it's about putting aside that, oh, this is an opportunity, this is a whatever, I should be, my portfolio needs another person or revenue a bit down and yeah. actually leading with the, what is my purpose and my impact and why I created this in the first place. Yeah. And it's just surprising how many doors will open actually when you lean into that I think it's like a test I think it's like uh, yes like, me yeah. too yeah 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 like you're, you know it's like you're saying you want to you know lead a yeah. heart-led business and you want to impact but here's a million bucks on a platter if you work with this crook like yeah, yeah. you know? and it's like are you gonna are you gonna take a bite from th- that poison apple or are you gonna stick true to what you've been you know mm-hmm. saying and I think it's a test
1: yeah and I I could not agree more But the beauty of the test is we're rewarded immediately when we make the choice that's in alignment. And I see it happen with myself. I see it happen with clients. I have a Mm -hmm. client who is really just expanding at such an indescribable rate in the most beautiful way. It's almost like she was in a shell, like she's always been this big, but she just like bursts out of the shell and now everything is flowing to her and it's really beautiful to watch but there are still uh, archetypal characters from her old paradigm who need a lot, who pull a lot of energy, who are trying to work with her. And whenever she recognizes one now, she lets them down gently and she says, no, I don't think this is a fit. And within, I kid you not, hours, a new client will come in out of nowhere who was so aligned and such a perfect fit for her. It's almost like, okay, good job. you said no to the one you were supposed to say no to. Here's Absolutely. your actual re- client. Here's the reward. And it, it it sounds to your point so dramatic to talk about it that way. but when you when you perceive life as 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 conspiring in your favor and all of your experiences that you're creating outside of yourself or to help you along with your evolution, it really becomes like a game almost. and it can be a little bit more fun. In in how you engage. And it's not like, oh, if I said no to this client, my business is going to go under and I'm going to go bankrupt and I have to go back to corporate. It's like, oh, I'm going to say no, but who's next? That's
0: right. And serving, right? Like every day, I think to myself, it doesn't matter if we're saving lives as a brain surgeon or working at McDonald's. How can we serve today? How can we serve? How can we do good for the greater good and, and for ourselves? And I think. That's such a conscious, just small thing to do before you sit at your desk, before you walk into your business, before you walk into your meeting, whatever it might be. And I think I've sort of forgotten your question, so I'm sorry if I've gone on a tangent. (laughs) It's like, you know, it it really is that alignment piece. For me, I think that's good, good, unquote, unquote, business. Yeah, yeah. sustainable business, right? Because I forever have been such an advocate, the founder that builds a good foundation for themselves then builds the best business. Mm-hmm. And that means knowing your yeah your boundaries. It means knowing what you stand for. It means knowing why you're here to serve, yeah. what feels good for you and what doesn't and sticking so truthfully to all of those things.
1: Yeah. And, and I just want to reiterate, and you did answer the question. The question was how, what what do you do to harness your intuition in your business? And you answered it beautifully. But I, I want to re- reiterate what you said about using your feelings to decide whether or not to work with clients. I think I want to give everyone who's listening permission to test that with yourself. And it's a matter of dropping out of your head and into your heart and really feeling, okay, does the thought of working with this client feel restricting and stressful? And does it spark a little anxiety or does it feel Relaxing and expansive, and like it's helping you regulate your nervous system. And because your logic will say, Oh, no, the million dollar client is the one you have to work with them, right? Even if they're terrible and are going to make your life a living hell for the next year. But then if you think about saying no to them and your body relaxes, that's your sign. (laughs) That's your sign. So I think a lot of people who aren't naturally intuitive think intuition is like this elusive thing that you have to train really hard to tap into. It's not, we all have it. And it's all about feeling. It's all about feeling. So if you're not sure how to listen to your intuition, pay attention to your body and your body will speak to you and make it really clear which direction it's wanting to go in and and which it's wanting to avoid.
0: And and it really is like a little asterisk for this. I I feel myself of of getting to know what those feelings are. So if there is some micro things that you can do every day to get more in tune with your body, maybe it is going for a walk or for me, it's on my yoga mat, even if it's 10 minutes, my yoga mat is my, is my church. It is where mm-hmm. things get done. It is where the clear slate gets met. And something for me as well as I can be quite an anxious person. So uh, it's really for me deciphering as well not using my cancerian intuition as a scapegoat of oh it feels a bit ick must be a no that there is also a discernment there of like is it pushing me out of my comfort zone and it actually is great or is it no it's not in alignment and I feel like this comes from flexing that muscle like you said we will have access to it but the more that we deliberately access it and flex that muscle We start to really work out if I feel nervous and I think, oh, no, I better not do it. That's my intuition saying, no, I I wouldn't have pushed myself out of my comfort zone. But now I really know like, "Uh -uh, no, no, don't be scared here. This is a good thing for you. We know it's a good thing. Move forward as opposed to like, no, this is completely off and it's very quick now. I'm just like, nope. Nope. See you later. Done. Uh, So if you are starting out of learning about tapping into your intuition, be mindful that it could be tricky to navigate. So like your psychic friend said, even pause on it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so
1: much for making that clarification. I, I think it's really important. And I'll add one more thing to it that I've found is helpful because usually our anxiety will spike when we think about the how we're going to get somewhere. But if we think about the the big picture, zoom out and look at the direction of, do I want to work with this client or do I want to start this business? Usually if you can take a bird's eye view, you'll get the right body reaction. Feel excited about the thing, but then maybe the anxiety will kick in when it comes to getting on social media and quitting your job and all those things that you know are probably on the path to get there. But if the end result is feeling really good, trust yourself to be able to navigate each step to to move you towards that. So Tamika, I'm realizing we jumped on this call. I didn't even ask you to introduce yourself. We're just vibing as I knew we would. But I would love as we wrap up now, it's a little bit backwards, just to give everyone an idea of what you do and how they can work with you.
0: So, <laughs> you can catch me on Instagram is the best place. It's where I hang out, it's where all the community is being built over there, so it's temika.tricks. Tricky surname, but I'm sure you'll drop it in the notes. And over there I'm sharing I guess a whole new realm for me where I'm discovering myself on a deeper level than I ever thought possible. I'm feeling more nourished I'm feeling like I'm nurturing myself and obviously I'm sharing about my astrology there I'm sharing about other women's health and wellness journeys along with my own and also offering the opportunity to help those that want a bit of financial independence and for women that want to make something for themselves big or small and really guiding them in that process from my experience of building something from the ground up has been really powerful for me and seeing other people succeed and, and build something for themselves and their family is, yeah, it's bringing me a lot of joy. So I think that's probably the main place that you can find me at the moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, Amazing. And I'll absolutely drop everything in the show notes. I also follow Tamika on Instagram. So if you follow me, you'll be able to find her, find her in my list too. Yeah, And yeah, any final words of wisdom, this conversation, I knew it was going to be just easy and so much has come through that I think is going to value so many people but any last words before we close out
0: yes I mean I hope so I feel like we've just gone on a million tangents so hopefully (laughs) there's nuggets that someone can take from this I really feel like and so yeah this will be coming up out early next year so I'll be really interested to see how 2024 shapes up I've said it a few times but I really do believe it's that self-led that self-trust that is being called forward in women, you know, over these next period. So it doesn't mean if, you know, whether you're working for someone else or you're working for yourself or you're a stay-at-home mom or whatever it is, really starting to embody your true purpose and the self-trust that it takes to co-create the life that you actually really want. I feel like this is the opportunity. I feel like the gates are open and there's people like you and I who are so drenched in the nurturing side of of Mm -hmm. helping other people do what we're doing Mm -hmm. so I feel like if you're seeking someone that you know you want someone to kind of hold your hand and kick your butt at the same time look (laughs) for another cancerian entrepreneur to guide you right in whatever business that is so yeah that's probably all I wanted to say at the end
1: (laughs) I love it thank you so much for your time and it's been such a pleasure
0: such a pleasure I love talking to you
1: If you'd like to follow Tamika or work with her, I do believe that she just launched a new offer for web design, and I believe at the time of this episode being released, she still has an opening for at least one client for her new web design package. Um, and she's also grown in the health and wellness space as well. So you can find her at tamika.ristics or at happy little socials on Instagram. I'll put those links in the show notes as well. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed and always remember that this is your dream. You decide where it goes from here. We are craving authentic connection and organic growth, and we believe in impossible things. So our experiment this season is to see if we can grow our audience times 10, simply by publishing content that inspires you without paid marketing, AI, or SEO strategy. You can help us with our experiment by sharing this episode, following and engaging with us on LinkedIn or Instagram, And joining our free courses and even inviting your friends and colleagues or clients along with you. Everything you need is in the show notes. Welcome to the adventure.